Oh my God, will you please shut up? That is something that we say to our dogs a lot when they start to bark. But I think we owe it to them to start to understand why they're barking. So on this week's episode, that's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about all the different reasons dogs bark and how we can start to deal with them. Let's dive into it next. All right, guys, welcome to this week's Learn, Laugh, Bark podcast episode. I am Jake from OnDogTrainingAcademy.com. I am, like every week, your host for this show. Now, I just want to remind everybody, OnDogTrainingAcademy.com. This is a website that we are building where you're going to be able to get on there, do some online dog training, and yes, you can do this online you don't always have to go into class into physical classes to get some really good work done not saying you shouldn't do those physical classes but sometimes online is just a really good convenient option and that's what we're doing for you we are offering a lot of we're going to be offering a lot of cool courses and webinars to be able to help you guys out a ton make sure you check out ondogtrainingacademy.com You can click on the subscribe button. You can get signed up on our email list. We will send you updates when these courses launch. We do have a course that's set to launch November 1st. We are giving a discount for an early bird. And it's only, well, today is October 20th. Now you're hearing this. It's the 21st. So you have nine days to sign up for this discount into our first course. And that course is called Welcome Home. This course is about when you get a new dog or puppy, kind of getting yourself set up and then getting into the training and making sure that we're just setting you guys up for success because that is our goal. We want you guys to be successful with your new dog, setting everything everything up for success. So check out that course. But if, if you're looking for something different, let us know too. Like We're always interested in what people want courses on, and we will definitely, if we're able to, facilitate that and create one because we want to put out what you guys want us to put out there. So visit ondogtrainingacademy.com. Also, you're going to see in the description below of this podcast, I'm going to be putting in a bunch of different links, some to our to our uh, On Dog Training Academy Facebook page, Instagram page. Uh, we're also on TikTok a little bit, playing around with that. And also our Learn, Laugh, Bark Facebook page. That's where you can get on and tell us what you would like us to talk about when it comes to uh, future episodes. We're always, again, just like just like our courses, we're here for you guys. We want to talk about what you guys want us to talk about. So definitely head over to our Facebook page and check it out. And comment if you'd like. Don't comment if you don't want to. It's all good. But uh, I thank you guys just like I try to do, well... Maybe not every week, but I, I want to try and thank you guys every week for listening to this podcast. It means a lot that I've got viewers and listeners and people are sending me messages saying they appreciate the information and, and everything. And that's that's good to hear. It keeps me going. It keeps uh, keeps the podcast going. You know, it's, it's sitting in a room talking to yourself sometimes can get a little lonely, but it's really good to hear that there's people out there listening. And so yeah, so thank you to everyone. If you're listening to this right now, thank you. But... Without further ado, we need to get into this week's topic. And this week's topic is one that was requested from a listener, and that is barking. 
barking, barking, barking. I feel like really anybody who's ever owned a dog has had to deal with barking. And barking can get to the point where it is very annoying and very stressful and and it just isn't a great thing to have to deal with. So that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about identifying the different reasons your dog could be barking. And we'll talk a little bit about possibly ways you can deal with it. Um, but at the very least, I want you to come away with from this episode with a better understanding of why your dog is barking. And there's going to be something, some stuff in here I say where it's you're going to be like, oh my God, I thought it was something completely different. And that's kind of the point, again, of these, of these podcasts, of these episodes, is to educate you guys and get you to think a little bit deeper into your dogs and the training and everything else. So... Let's go ahead and jump into <clears throat> into the, the barking of this whole thing. Now, obviously, barking, it's a very natural way for a dog to express themselves. Dogs bark to communicate mostly to us, sometimes other dogs, whether it's through long-distance barking or whatever. Um, but dogs naturally bark, you know, for expression. And one of the big ways they do this is excitement. You know, dogs are barking out of excitement. This is typically, and sometimes this can look bad, um... But it, it, you know, you could say excitement, you could call it overstimulation, whatever. Um, when it, when there's a fence or a leash involved, it looks kind of bad. The dog is lunging and barking and screaming. And really, it's an overstimulation, overexcitement, and the dog just wants to get to whatever it is it, it's trying to get to. Um, and that's a very common, common, common one. Um, you know, ways we want to try and combat this is, I'm less on the correction when it comes to this stuff, I don't really want to correct a dog necessarily for barking, especially if it's barking. Like if it sees somebody and is so excited to see people that it starts to bark, I'm a little hesitant to correct on that. And the reason for that is I don't want my dog to suddenly build a negative association with those people because, oh, there's a stranger. Oh my God, I'm so excited. And they vocalize and they vocalize. And then I start correcting them hard for that. And if the correction's hard enough where it starts to affect the dog, maybe you run the risk of the dog going, okay, I see strangers. Oh my God, I don't want to get corrected. And it just changes the mood and the mindset of what strangers mean to a dog. And I'd like the dog to be neutral around strangers, but at the same time, if I had to pick one one drastic side or the other, I'd pick over excitement over over fearful, obviously. So I'm careful with that. Counter conditioning, desensitization is definitely what you're going to want to do with this. Um, so just try and work them through uh, what you're doing. Try to work them through uh, rewarding when they're quiet and ignoring or redirecting, doing something when they when they start to bark it it you have to be more proactive than reactive in this situation where you have to see something coming up and being like okay this is going to get my dog really excited i should probably work on this ahead of time cuz a lot of times when dogs get overly excited and they get over threshold and they're just peaked it sometimes or a lot of times it's really hard to get them down from that and to get them to focus so if you can get on them and get them to focus before that then that tends to help the whole situation um, so kind of keep that in mind, which, and then that kind of leads into the next one, which I think from excitement, if, if you do the training wrong in excitement, it can lead to this next one. And that's attention seeking behavior. We all have had dogs that'll look at you and just bark at you, whether you're barking at you cause you're talking to somebody else or you're ignoring your dog or whatever dogs do bark for attention seeking stuff. Like they'll look at you and be like, woof, 
Woof, hey, 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 I want to eat, or hey, you need to pet me, or hey, we got to play, let's do this, come on, and they're barking, and again, this is a product of, of the fact that it's worked, right, like you can, you know, it, it's worked, they've barked, and you've reacted, now you've reacted through letting them outside, or even just communicating with them, your dog barks at you, and a lot of times you're like, what, well, immediately there, the dog is trying to get your attention, they got your attention, so what has the dog learned? The dog has learned barking gets your attention. So this one I think is 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 a big part. This is a big reason why dogs bark is attention seeking behavior to some degree. Now, the other thing I see with this is they figure out a game. So they they learn, and I, I put this into the category of attention seeking behavior because they figured out what can get them food. So you might have a dog who who barks and every time they bark you stick a treat in their face to kind of distract them or redirect them and what's the dog learn dog learns barking gets food in their face and and a big indicator of this is just dog barks and right away looks at you barks and looks at you like they're they're not looking at you saying like do you see that they're looking at you probably especially if you've been rewarding or redirecting i should say that um behavior they're looking at you going like woof do i get a treat now woof do i get a treat now so see what they do watch what they do um, you'd be really surprised, and, and and you know that attention-seeking behavior, you know the ways to combat that obviously is, is ignoring them. Like I don't for my dogs. If I ever have a dog who barks at me for attention-seeking behavior, I literally walk away. Like dogs are body language animals; they will understand that if they bark and they're like, "Let's play, let's play, woof, woof, woof," and as soon as they bark, I just turn around and leave. That tells the dog way more than me going, what do you want? Shut up. Be quiet. No, because I'm actually engaging the dog instead of completely ignoring the dog. The ignoring is going to work a lot better. So keep that in mind. The next one's fear and anxiety. This one's another big one. They're probably all, I'm probably going to say they're all big ones because I don't know. They're all, I see a lot of them anyways. Uh, Fear and anxiety. This one should be super obvious. You've probably seen this before with dogs. Um, but fear and fear and anxiety, that barking is that happens a lot um, when the dog's on leash or when the dog is confined. And that fight or flight, you know, you probably have a dog who'd like to run away, who would like to do the flight part of it, and they're barking almost as like, "Oh my god, stay away from me, stay away from me! Oh my god, I'm afraid." And if you if they had the option, they'd probably just run away. But they don't have the option, whether it's they're in a car they're leashed, they're behind a fence, whatever it might be, they feel vulnerable, they're afraid. Um, so that's the fear part of it. The anxiety part of it is just the freaks out, freak out modes where the dog gets over threshold and they just lose their mind and they're screaming and barking. It leads into an attention-seeking behavior in, in a sense where they're screaming to get, like if they're in a kennel, they're screaming to get your attention. Um, but sometimes ignoring those behaviors may not work. It's a tricky situation and everyone's a little bit different. So like I've mentioned before, you can contact a trainer and set up something and really get in depth into what they're doing. I think that would be something I would recommend. Um, Territorial. So territorial, in my opinion, and and I'm going to kind of go back into the fear and anxiety here in just a second. Um, cause I actually think they're sort of confused. So territorial, the dog's barking saying, get off my property, right? They're saying, get off my property, go away. And they're, they're actually protecting the property or protecting the person. Um, I have a lot of people 
that I've worked with that a dog will start barking and either the dog then quiets up or the dog doesn't quiet up and they're like, oh, they're just protecting me. Oh, they're just protecting me. And not that I would ever do this, but a real test of that of that would be if the dog is barking to protect you, run up to the dog and see what happens. My guess, and this is probably, I would say 80 to 90% of the time, if the dog's barking at me and I just start running up to him or walking up to him, or if I just walk up to you, that dog's backing up. That dog will back up away from you. So what is that telling me? Well, that tells me my dog is being less protective of you or the property, because I could probably walk that dog, push that dog right off the property. And I think they're just more insecure and nervous. So they're they're barking out of more of a fear anxiety than a protective territorial. You know, so we have to we have to understand that too. Like I hear a lot of people tell me, the dog's protecting my house, the dog's protecting me, oh whatever, they bark to protect us. They're barking to protect themselves. As much as we would like to think that they're guarding us, they're barking to protect themselves. I have a dog like this. We have a dog like this. You know, our dog will will bark when somebody comes in the house more because he's insecure. And if I tell him be quiet, he'll eventually just settle in and be okay. But initially, he's like, oh my God, what are you doing here? He's not being territorial where he's guarding our house. He's just, he's just straight up saying, I'm insecure. I'm not comfortable with this situation. This needs to be changed. Um, so under, understanding that I think is really important. There is a massive difference between a dog who's a little bit nervous or not confident or fearful than a dog who's actually truly territorial. Um, you might see more territorial barking towards other dogs, maybe. Um, depends on the dog. But really, if a dog's a lot of times dogs are barking out of insecurity in those situations. The next one then is pain. This one's a super obvious one because the barking is more of a screech and you can tell when the dog is hurting. Um, I don't even hardly want to talk about this one just because I've witnessed pain barking and it's just sad because you know the dog is... Dogs are, are typically very stoic and they don't like to show pain or they just don't. So when a dog gets to the point where they're they're crying out or barking in pain... This is just a tough one, and, and really it's just a matter of seeking a vet and trying to get help for your dog. But, you know, this type of, of barking, you're going to hear a lot of high-pitched screaming. You might actually see them um, indicating their pain, whether it's through limping or looking at it or whatever. Um, you may start to notice that. Like if a dog has a back injury, a lot of times they're going to start to twist around and figure and, and want to, like, bite at or lick at or whatever the pain in their back, like if it's a spine issue. Um, because it hurts so much, especially if it's, it's the initial injury, you know, um, normally your pain barks happen off of initial injury or like high levels of pain. Um, so, so just kind of, it's just a matter of watching them. Uh, the next one then, and this one's one I think that is extremely common. I have a dog that's with me right now that does this is called, it's shock barking. Um, shock barking, I call it shock barking. Shock barking is like the dog is startled and its initial reaction is to bark. Again, this doesn't mean the dog is territorial. It doesn't mean the dog is guarding you. It means the dog got startled. The dog got startled and either either is, um, not confident or insecure or maybe has that fear anxiety. Um, but it's initial, even, even dogs who are super, super, uh, 
well-trained or super socialized and don't bark much could shock bark shock bark just it's basically it's like if we're sleeping and we get woken up suddenly and we're like oh what, what what's going on oh my god what's going on well it's kind of the same thing the dog's doing like whoa what, what is that thing oh my god what is that thing and then once a lot of times once they realize what it is they they tend to settle down um you know it's just something that's that's fairly common now what i will say like i mentioned before i would say excitement barking attention seeking behavior fear and anxiety territorial territorial one maybe uh pain obviously and then the shock barking what really honestly doesn't work very well maybe the shock barking but that's it is is yelling at them or correcting them now you can use bark collars and different things like that to minimize um, but once the dog is already exhibiting some of these different barking things, in my opinion, a bark is an excitement that's getting them close to a threshold of some kind. And if we correct the barking, in my opinion, we're almost late to the party. You know, being proactive, not reactive. So what you want to do is like write down the situations or just keep notes of the situations your dog is barking and try to identify where in the, in these categories that fits into and then coming up with a plan. Okay, let's say my dog, we'll just go to the first one, excitement barking. Okay, my dog is barks when they get excited when they see a bunch of people. Well, the solution isn't to avoid all people. I mean, that is a solution, but it's not a good one. Maybe be like, okay, we're going to do some counter conditioning or desensitization or whatever level your dog's at. We're going to start doing that work with the dog. And we're going to then just start to work our way closer and closer and minimize, if not eliminate, putting the dog into a heightened situation that makes the dog want to bark, meaning we're going to stay further away from this. Same with attention attention seeking behavior. You can, by all means, correct that. I, I use, I mean, bark collar, okay, cool, but like I something even like a squirt bottle or something. If, if the dog is looking for a reaction, you should just make sure the reaction is not a good one, not one that they approve of. So if they bark and you squirt them with water and they don't like it, well, the dog's going to go, well, hell, I don't want to bark at you now because I'm going to get squirted. I'm going to stop this barking. But if every time they bark at you, you say what, or you let them outside, or you, you engage them, you do something, well, they're going to continue to do it. Dogs aren't dumb. So that one, I think, but like fear and anxiety, I don't like correcting fear and anxiety because that barking is a warning. They are telling you, oh my God, I'm afraid. Um, the, the territorial, yeah, you could, you could correct it, interrupt that and be like, hey, knock it off. That would be okay. Pain, obviously, I'm not going to correct a dog for, or yell at a dog for screaming in pain. That would just be stupid. Um, and then the shock barking, typically the dogs tend to settle down on their own. So you yelling at them, yeah, maybe it gets them to stop a little bit. As long as the shock barking is just a temporary thing, you could always tell them to be quiet and deal with it that way. But you just want to be careful how you're correcting, where you're correcting, and, and why you're correcting. If you're correcting a dog for being afraid, that that makes no sense. It'd be like somebody who who's afraid of clowns, and then you punch them in the arm and tell them to get over it. Like, where where does that make sense? And, and how does that work? Like, is the dog going to stop now and be like, oh, you know what? Or is, is your friend? Like, if I punch somebody and say, get over it. You know, when or shut up when they're when they're saying they're afraid of clowns. Is my friend gonna suddenly go? You're right. Clowns are cool. I guess I'm not afraid of them. Jeez, that was dumb. Or is it gonna make it worse? Possibly. Where now the dog's gonna or now the person is gonna see clowns and get scared of the clowns, and then also get scared of the consequence of being scared of the clown. Right. So the dogs are the same way. 
the dog is going to start being afraid. Is, is a, let's just say the dog is afraid of people. So the dog's barking at the people. You then start correcting the dog for being afraid of the people. Now the dog is afraid of being corrected and it's being afraid of the people and it's associating correction with people. So it's like you're 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 not fixing or helping the situation at all. You're actually piling onto it. You might think you're doing right by interrupting that behavior with a correction, but in in the end you're actually making the situation much much worse. You know, and that's why I said you need to to pay attention to why your dog is barking. Make note of it. Tell me where in this category or where in these lists that it falls into. And then deal with it accordingly to that situation. But really keep in mind the mindset of the dog. I think that's somewhere that some that people miss on, or, uh, um, kind of make mistakes on is they think in, in human thought. And really we need to think in dog thought. We need to understand why is my dog doing this. A dog barking isn't just barking. There's a reason behind it. What's that reason behind it? Okay, so we just need to figure that out. The last thing I'm going to leave you guys with here is when you're trying to identify why my dog or why your dog is barking watch their body language what does their body language tell you you know are their ears up are they leaning forward are they leaning backwards is their tail up is their tail down are their ears flagged back are their eyes really big is their tail wagging how is their tail wagging like a stiff tail wag compared to a nice easy tail wag in a bar like if a dog is barking at me and their tail is super stiff and wagging really fast like and short to me, that's a stimulation, and that's a dog that I'm not 100% sure is, is is barking at me because they're excited to see me. But if a dog is barking at me and their tail is doing kind of this neutral level, kind of slow wag back and forth, then that to me is a much more dog saying, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to see you, as opposed to, oh my god, what are you doing here? I'm nervous, whatever. So I'm watching body languages all the time. And again, if I approach a dog who's barking at me and they back away from me, that 100% tells me they're not being protective of you, they're being protective of themselves, and they're not friendly or not not wanting to come visit me. So I pressure them minimal if I can. I will just completely ignore them. The best thing you can do to a dog, I think if a dog's excited and barking at you, if a dog is looking for attention and barking at you, if the dog is afraid of you and barking at you, if the dog's territorial, sure, not pain. If, if the dog's barking at you because they're in pain, you need to get, you get involved and deal with it. And then even the shock barking. But at least excitement, attention-seeking, fear, and anxiety, um, those three are your big ones. I'll ignore them. Ignoring that behavior goes so much further than trying to intervene and interrupt it. Just because a lot of times, if you're the one getting barked at, if you try to intervene, dog's excited, and then you start to, to intervene them or, or talk to them or do something, dog's going to get more excited. Attention-seeking behavior, well, we've already talked about that a hundred times, what happens when a dog barks at you and you you talk to him back. And then the fear and anxiety, if the dog's saying, I'm afraid of you, talking to them probably isn't going to help. Just pretend they don't exist. That tends to go a lot faster. Anyways, so that is kind of where I'm going to wrap things up when it comes to barking. Hopefully, you guys kind of uh, are taking something away from this, and at the very least, you're starting to think about why your dog's barking. Now, keep in mind, you could have a dog that could literally bark in every single one of these categories. Just because your dog barks doesn't mean it's only excitement. Like, our dog barks, and there's he could run through almost all of these. Not pain, thankfully. Knock on wood. But, you know, it, it just... He could be barking at any of these. It's about being able to identify, see the situation, identify the bark, and be able to deal with it appropriately. That is what you guys should be working on. So 
I hope this was helpful for you guys. I hope you took away some information from this to be able to help identify why your dog is barking and to start brainstorming some ideas to work on it. Um, but of course, guys, if you need more, jump onto the Facebook page and, and post something, ask a question. We're here to help you and we're here to, to entertain and everything. So post questions, ask us for different videos, whatever. Uh, also guys, don't forget to visit on dog subscribe to our email list. I promise we will not be inundating you with hundreds of thousands of emails. We hardly send emails out. We just like to send out little like updates and blasts and things like that periodically. So you will not, we will not be filling up your email folder. I promise. Um, but anyways, hopefully you guys learned a lot. Look in the description below for all the links to all of our different social media pages. Um, and thank you guys again for listening to this week's episode. It's much appreciated. And of course, guys, like always, we'll see you next week.